Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Liz Zabo is a senior correspondent for the Kaiser Family Health News. They did a survey, and what they found out is that most Americans say they or a family member has experienced gun violence. Liz, thanks for jumping on 720 WGN with us. When they say most Americans, how many How many are we talking about? How many people have experienced gun violence or had a family member who was affected by gun violence? Yeah, it, it's just over 50% um, say that either they or a family member has, uh, for example, witnessed a shooting or been threatened by someone with a gun or even been shot. Wow, 50%. And I've got to imagine those numbers are on the rise. Was there any comparison to what it was 20 years ago or 40 years ago or 50 years ago? We don't know because this is really the first study that KFF has done of of this kind. So we we just know um, what the facts are right now. And when you break it down to demographics, does does, your race play a part in your experience with gun violence? Absolutely. Um, now, overall, uh, nearly one in five respondents say that a family member has been killed by a gun. And, and by killed by a gun, that could be homicide or suicide or even an accident. Um, but the way that breaks down racially is 34% of black adults say a family member has been killed by a gun, compared to 18% of Hispanic adults and 17% of white adults. So, there is really a, a tragic and an enormous racial disparity. And what the results in is not just those people, but people outside their family, the kids they go to school with, members of their community that experience trauma and psychological harm based on what they've witnessed, what they've heard about, the funerals they've attended for people who have died as a result of this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Researchers estimate that for every suicide, and suicide makes up 55% of all firearm-related deaths, for every suicide, that leaves at least six people in mourning. So there really are ripple effects that cause trauma for so many people across the community. And did you do any research as to how many people have a gun in their home? Well, uh, again, this was uh, KSF who did the study. I I just reported on it. Right. But, um, yeah, 29% of adults have purchased a gun at some point in their lives to protect themselves or their families. And interestingly, 44% of parents of children under 18 say they keep a gun in the home. Hmm. And was there anything further than that about how many people lock those guns up? Because it seems like every week there's a story in the news that a child brought a gun to a school, or recently this week he just brought a magazine to a school, not a magazine that you would read. And in many times those guns are, they go off. And, and so in the case of the six-year-old who shot his teacher in Virginia, his mom said the gun was locked up. Right. Clearly it wasn't. Was there anything in that research project by the Kaiser Family Foundation that addressed gun locks? 
Yes, and this is this is pretty disturbing. Um, about seventy eight percent of the parents in gun owning households are failing to follow basic safety recommendations. These are things promoted by the National Shooting Sports Federation. These, these are not controversial at all. Um, but seventy eight percent of parents admitted that they're that they're not doing things like locking guns and ammunition, uh, storing the guns unloaded, storing the guns and ammunition separately. Um, and those are all things that have been shown to reduce the risk of theft and accident and suicides. If, if you can imagine someone, uh, a, a little child, who gets their hands on the ammunition, but they can't get their hand on the gun, that's one more barrier. And even when someone is suicidal, it, it may seem hard to believe, but research shows that putting even small roadblocks in the way of someone who's, who is contemplating suicide can actually save their lives because th- those impulses are often really brief. So if you can just delay or slow down, make it more difficult for someone, for example, a teen, to get their hands on the gun, that that actually can be life-saving. And you said suicides count for how many gun deaths in America? Uh, more than half of all firearm-related deaths in the U.S. are, are suicide, which um, a lot of people don't know. You know, they don't make the news, right? When you and I report on, on breaking news, um, it, it's often a homicide or, or something intentional. But suicide is, is really a huge tragedy that affects so many of us and our families. I know I've had uh, co-workers and friends who died from suicide, and it doesn't get talked about as much. Liz Zabo, Zabo is a senior correspondent for the Kaiser Family Foundation Health News. She was her job to report on this, the research project that they conducted. And in that project, they also talked about how concerned people are and how people are worried, not just for themselves, but for their kids. What are some of those stats? Oh, yeah, I'm sure this is something that parents can identify with. But um, one in four parents of children under 18 said that they worry daily or almost daily about gun violence. And as a reporter, I've covered more mass shootings than I like to think about. It's it's something that I worry about myself. Um, 84% of, of adults say they've taken at least one precaution to reduce their family's risk. For example, um, more than a third said that they've avoided large crowds such as music festivals or crowded bars, and they just aren't going to these big festivals anymore because they're afraid of gun violence. I believe that to be true because I'm one of those people that goes to big music festivals, and I cannot tell you how many family members and friends say, you need to stop doing that. I'm like, I, I don't mm-hmm. think I'm going to. It's a part of who I am. It's a part of my life. Um, is there some place where people can read this piece that you wrote about this research that was done by the Kaiser Family Foundation? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, they can go to our website, uh, which is uh, kff, uh, um, kff.org is uh, the website for people um, who want to read the actual um, who want to read the actual report. And KFF Health News is the website um, for our news organization. So um, just uh, check that out and, and you'll see that study and more. All right. Thank you so much, Liz Zabo Zabo from uh, KFF Health News. The news from Steve Bertrand up next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Chicago's very own WGN.